Welcome. You've tuned into Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. And speaking of fulfilling purpose, as souls, we are here on this earth first and foremost to learn to communicate. Oh, hello. (laughs) Yes, indeed. After all, without communication, what would our life be? Communication also presupposes that we have relationships. Without relationships, we wouldn't be able to communicate. And without communication, we wouldn't be able to relate to one another. So, communication and relationships of every kind are inextricably connected. Today, we have... We wanted to start this show by asking, how much of your relationship is psychic? I'm going to say that again. How much of your relationship is psychic? I knew that. (laughs) I'm sure you did. (laughs) Pretty much everyone is aware of the physical component of relationships. We each have a body and we can talk with our mouths gesture with our face, hands, arms, and the rest of our body. We do things in relationship to each other all the time. We can wave hello or goodbye to each other. We can hug or punch out someone. We can run toward or away from each other. We can call, text, or email one another. That's a little more distant, but still, it's communication. We can sing or dance together. Yes, we're doing something physically all the time in relationship to each other here in this world. Then, of course, there's the emotional component of every relationship that we all experience, too. Some people take care of that aspect of their relationships more so than others. Some people manage their emotions more consciously than others. Some immediately translate their emotional reactions into physical action, like screaming or running or fighting, whereas others respond with communication. There's also the mental aspect to every relationship as well. We think about the other person as well as our relationship with one another. We may judge harshly, or gain a deeper understanding of what makes the other person behave in a certain way. We may conspire to win someone over or to defeat someone. In fact, thinking may be quite prominent in some relationships. You know, imagining what that other person is thinking about you, that sort of thing. Yet, how many people are aware of an even greater aspect of every relationship that are not perceived by the five 
physical senses, or by the intellect. That aspect is the psychic part of every relationship. As we've said on this show many times, the word psychic basically means of or pertaining to the soul. So the psychic aspect of a relationship pertains to one soul relating to another soul. In essence, every relationship begins between one soul and another. And by the way, it never ends, even if you never see that person again in your lifetime. The mental, emotional, and physical components of the relationship develop from there, from the soul-to-soul relating. So, the psychic aspect of a relationship is fundamental to each relationship. Any relationship in which a person experiences, say, boredom, apathy, anger, hate, fear, guilt, or any other negative emotion is one that is missing, to a great extent, the experience of the soul. It's not until we experience the psychic nature of a relationship more fully that we experience fulfillment and happiness. Ah, <laughs> so there. <laughs> so there, are you happy? <laughs> I am. Okay, in fact, as Raphael just said earlier, that we're all here to first learn to communicate. So, hello, everybody. <laughs> it is so nice to have you here yes. with us. And that's the primary purpose for each and every relationship we have. That may sound easy, and in some ways, it is. But what does it really mean to learn to communicate with each other? It doesn't matter, does it? Whether it's a romantic relationship, a business relationship, a familial relationship, a friendship, or a life partnership. Communication requires seeing and experiencing one another deeply. At the deepest level, we communicate spirit to spirit as souls. That's the true nature of what we all seek in our relationships, intimacy. What's more intimate than realizing that you are the same one spirit that the so-called other person is? Ah. Marriage, for example, is often referred to as a union, but Unity doesn't come from two physical bodies pushed together. (laughs) Neither does it happen from uniformity. Unity means being one. Two physical bodies cannot be one. That experience of oneness comes from the realization that we are the same one, limitless, eternal spirit expressing itself in different ways. Unity or union isn't doing something to become one. It comes from the realization that we already are one. This is the essence of the psychic aspect of our relationships, all of them. That's the crux of this global shift in human consciousness that is currently throwing the human society into a turmoil. Do you notice? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's getting crazy. Whether we like it or not, we're having to face the truth of our existence. And that cannot happen if we don't recognize that we are all somehow related. And to what extent we are related. The Lakota Sioux people have known all along, and they have a saying, they, they greet with mitakuye oyasin, we are all related, or all is related. The Mayans also had had a traditional greeting in Lakesh Alakin, I am you and you are me. And the Hindus have long greeted one another with namaste. The one light that I am greets the same light that you are. With each of these greetings, we are dissolving the false and illusory barriers we have erected around our being, our inner spirit self, that keeps us isolated unto ourselves and separate from the wholeness that we are together. Learning about your psychicness and the psychic aspect of each of your relationships is paramount to your awakening and fulfillment of your purpose here. Learning about the psychic aspect of your relationships reveals the truth of your soul and the spirit nature and the undivided oneness of all of us. It's, all, it's also essential for living a joy-filled life. We could safely say that we each are the soul of every relationship. It's high time now to own your psychicness and the psychic aspect of all your relationships. Contrary to many people's beliefs and assumptions, experience of oneness with one another doesn't come from connecting with each other externally. <laughs> it's like a plug-in. <laughs> We have to go cordless, yes. It actually comes from the experiencing of the oneness that we already are within each of us. When you find your space to be the spirit that you are within yourself, then you'll be able to experience that everyone else has the same oneness within themselves. Then we're able to truly relate as the one light within ourselves to another as the same one light within him or herself. That oneness is not separate from us. Having our own space to be spirit, we have to allow everyone else to have their own space to be spirit. That's the starting point of every loving relationship. I get to be myself as I truly am, and you get to be yourself as you truly are. If you're able to have your own space to be you and the other person you're relating to can have his or her space to be him or herself, then together you create a third universe of your relationship. Contrary to another myth about relationships that each party has to compromise to have an equal relationship, a compromise destroys the relationship. After all, if each of you in a relationship were to compromise a part of who you are for the sake of the relationship, you would both be at least half 
unhappy. <laughs> That's true. Two half unhappy people <laughs> do not a happy relationship make. Why? Whoa. <laughs> we were, Raphael was talking about the physical aspect of relationships, and I almost uh, knocked her over with a microphone. <laughs> boom. <laughs> That's why so, you call it a boom. Yes, boom. That's why you call it a boom. Okay, I finally get it. <laughs> so why becoming much more aware of the psychic aspect of your relationships and learning to manage the energies involved is so important to having a happy and fulfilling relationship is that you have to have your own space to be and live your soul life to have a soul-to-soul relationship with another soul. It's a huge shift from living an ego desire and demand relationship to be spirit-centered, purpose-fulfilling one. And for that latter, you need to be psychically aware. Raphael, what are a few of your experiences in being aware of the psychic aspects of your relationships with others that have greatly made your relationships more joyful and fulfilling? Well, for one thing, it's in really allowing myself to have relationships altogether. As a little child, I was very, very shy, and it was hard for me to connect with people. And, of course, nowadays they're trying to make shyness into another form of ADD or something, but... It's really a form of sensitivity, being uh, picking up on people and not knowing how to handle the energy. So as I attained my uh, psychic training and understood that I wasn't really shy at all, I was just feeling everything, uh, then it allowed me to learn how to handle relationships uh, how I felt, what I felt coming at me in any given relationships. And I have a lot to talk about with that. But um, right now, I need to talk to you about uh, some upcoming events we have. Our commercial break is coming up. So um, let me talk about our super-duper mini-retreat learning experience we have coming up on the big island of Hawaii. Aloha. It's happening this Saturday, July 13th, and Sunday, July 14th. We will be at the Royal Kona Resort to give our seminar weekend, followed by an amazing optional dolphin swim cruise with our seafaring friends at Sunlight on Water on Monday morning, July 15th. The overall theme of this mini-retreat will be Raising Lemuria, Discover the Secrets of Creative Manifestation. And on Saturday, Michael will give his all-day seminar. Each, each day has its own title. This one is You Are Stardust. Discover how you got here and what you're here to do. Then on Sunday, he'll teach You Are Golden. Materialize your inner vision, creativity, and abundance. There's simply nowhere quite like Hawaii to learn to manifest your higher spirit creativity and no one like Michael Tamura, whom you could learn to do so, with whom you could learn to do so. 
Plus, this weekend just happens to be our 28th wedding anniversary. Yay! And Michael's 66th birthday. Yay! So you're all welcome to come celebrate with us. On top of that, there's no experience quite like swimming and communing with the Naya, our spinner dolphin friends in the Pacific Ocean along the Kona Coast. You will be transformed. Come live a bit of the miracle with us. Stay tuned. When we return, we'll continue with our exploration. How much of your relationship is psychic? Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Tune in for 5 Blossom Radio. Each week, host Denise Richard will discuss common interests in the fields of art, health, and spirituality. The series is arranged into three parts, focusing on five Blossom Gatherings, the Four Voices Program, and Fires of Compassion. Every program is available on demand, so if you miss any part of the series live, be sure to catch up. Five Blossom Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hear, just be you, a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. So, how much of your relationship is psychic? Let's get right back to finding out more about the psychic aspect of every relationship you have with others and how being aware of them can truly enhance all of your relationships to a whole new level. So, Michael asked me just before the break, uh, what were some of my experiences of experiences and being aware of the psychic aspects of my relationships with others that have greatly made my relationships more joyful and fulfilling. Well, one of the things I wanted to talk about was at the beginning of every relationship, especially love relationships or uh, a dear friend who has finally come into your life, the psychic opening is there. And sometimes even when you're interviewing with someone uh, or or a more mundane type of a relationship. But sometimes when two people come together and there is a resonance there, 
Um, sometimes it's called the honeymoon phase of a relationship because it's just, you know, everything is beautiful. There's a there's an opening. There's love there, and uh, for me, when that phase comes along with someone, I can actually telepathically talk to that person and talk to them later, and and they can repeat the conversation. I feel the love coming from them, and I feel my love going, you know, there's a, there's like a thing that's going on between you and that person, and it's not always because you're falling in love with that person, although it feels like it to some people, and that's why, say, for instance, if you meet someone and you're, you're say, a straight person, and that person is your same sex, and you have that profound experience, you might misinterpret it actually as something on that physical end of, oh, maybe I'm attracted to to women, that sort of thing, that falling in love phase. But it's really not that. It's a recognition. And, you know, if, if it's on your path to go into that type of exploration, that's fine too. But most of the time when I run into someone like that, I can very easily tell What's really happening is I've encountered this soul before, and it's like a reunion. It's like a coming together. I've just found you again after a long time of being apart, and it is a joyful experience. And you know what? Everybody's experienced this at one time or another. The trick is, as you and that soul settle into the relationship whether it is a routine of some kind, you know, uh, an agreed-upon rhythm of sorts, or you move into a more uh, dissonant phase of the relationship, which isn't always bad as you think, because that means you and that other person are now taking care of old business and teaching one another lessons you didn't finish before, usually those all-important lessons of forgiveness. Sometimes this part can last for years, But if you understand the energy of that person's reaction to you as you consciously work your way through things, following your own intuitive guidance and not your emotional reactions, then you encounter with that person uh, a level that will not devastate you, but it will let you successfully complete your lessons with that person and perhaps continue either a very nice relationship with that person or part ways for now until you come back together and try again. I've learned to look at each relationship psychically so I know what I'm dealing with, even the ones that start out with a bang and a huge honeymoon phase. There is always a reason a person comes into my life or your life, even if it is just to say, hello, I love you, or Hello, I forgive you. This, of course, coming from your inner being and not necessarily verbally to that other person. Because I am a psychically aware person, it doesn't take too long to assess a person's reaction to me, and that helps me to know whether it is safe for me to open myself up to that other person or not. But on a soul level, I try to practice saying hello to the inner being of that person even if his or her energy doesn't resonate with mine. 
About a year ago, I had a chance to meet a very well-known author and metaphysical person that I admired. Because I liked her work and I was hugely enthused to meet her, my energy was pretty high and enthusiastic when I had my chance to say hello and I introduced myself to her and I told her with what I thought and felt was a lot of openness and enthusiasm how much I loved her work and something she had done recently how much I admired that as well. This woman looked at me, scowled, turned around and walked away. (laughs) She also threw a negative judgment at me, something we call a whack at my heart chakra. Well, I considered that kind of a forgiveness challenge, and that's exactly what I did standing there as she walked away. Later, during her talk, she said, and it was as if she was speaking to me, if I don't resonate with someone upon introduction, I walk away. Yep, she was talking about me. Later, because of our social circles uh, overlap, I had one more opportunity to try to what I would call fix, or so I thought, what happened before? I pulled in my aura, grounded myself, maintained my love and neutrality, and said a warm hello to her. She walked past me again, turned her head away. Well, I had an Akita dog that used to do that. If she didn't like what I was saying to her, she used to turn her head away, and it was kind of a form of saying, forget you. (laughs) I've had years of practice that has helped me not get upset about people like this. Just because you judge someone doesn't resonate with you doesn't mean you have to be unpleasant to that person about it. Neither does it mean you have to embrace that person or let them move in with you. (laughs) It's tough for a sensitive, loving person to be rejected in such a negative way, but What it did for me was it allowed me to dig deeply within myself to search for my end of the karma with her and also to decide to just let it be okay for her to be repelled by me this way. That rejection was her reaction and her problem, not mine. This was very empowering. So being psychic let me see the choices I had were far beyond the the whole regular reactions we have getting heard and upset. Because of our encounter, I knew we will and always have had a relationship together. This being of light, who is not so unlike me, will come across my path again, even if it's not in this lifetime. And I hope, even if our coming together wasn't so great this time, that how I handled it will allow me a much better, let's say, Uh, encounter with her next time (laughs) and if it doesn't I will practice the same thing just forgive it and let it go and move on with my life and find people who do resonate and want to talk to me yes it's really great you know what you just said earlier about when you have an emotional reaction when Raphael was talking about having an emotional reaction instead of becoming the emotion and the reaction listen to and follow the intuitive inner guidance. Yeah, the gu- inner guidance, the spirit guidance that you get from within yourself. Yeah, not something, some rule or some uh, uh, something written, but it's or what somebody else says you should do. No, you got to really, when it comes to it, you have to get down to being able to intuitively 
Know what's in your heart. Intuitively know what's correct for you, what's true for you. Because it's not going to be the same for every one of us. And so you have to go with what's true for you because guess what? You're the one who's going to have to live with your decision. (laughs) I can give you, you know, advice. And then if you just go, oh, well, because Michael gave me this advice, this is what I'm going to do. Well, that's not being true to yourself. You still have to, you can, you know, listen to the advice of a expert or a doctor or teacher or somebody else, a counselor. That's important to hear them out because if they're there to try to help you, they might have something important that you need to kind of reflect on. But ultimately, you have to turn within and really follow your inner guidance, Okay, this is what this expert said. This is what that counselor said. This is what this doctor said. This is what that teacher said. Okay, great. I got that. And I've kind of considered each one. But what is, what do I know intuitively within me that is correct for me for this situation? Ah, that is going to be quite different than any emotional reaction you have about anything. And sometimes it's going to be different than what everybody else, even the experts, tell you what you should do. We grow spiritually. We become who we are. and We grow spiritually every time we follow what is true to our own inner being. And sometimes that's difficult, especially when other people you care about or experts you care about and respect tell you otherwise. But sometimes, you know, sometimes what you know to be true within yourself is validated, confirmed by other people. Hey, that's great. You know, oh, good. This is what I knew to be true. And this, you know, important person or this, this expert confirmed the same thing. Well, that's, that's reassuring. That's great. And a lot of times that's what happens. But sometimes, no, it's, it's not what everybody says. And if you know, this is what I need to do. And even if you don't know why, experts can give testimonial to, you know, here's why. This is what you should do, and this is why. And well, that satisfies the intellect. But, you know, which is nothing wrong with that, but... That's not the most important thing in your life. And sometimes on an intuitive level or psychic level, you know, this is what I need to say. This is what I need to do instead of getting all upset about it or instead of being depressed about it or whatever. No, this is what I need to do. But you don't know necessarily why you need to do that or where this is going to take you. You just have to do it and see where it takes you. My experience over the long haul, every single time, when I knew this is what I need to say, this is what I need to do, and I followed through on that. And even if I didn't know at the time, why am I doing this? Where is it going to take me? And I would just do it anyway. 
Sometimes it's years later. I look back at that whole, not just that situation, not just that decision, but everything that came afterwards. And then all the dots connect. I get to see in hindsight, look back and go, wow, I'm certainly glad I followed my intuition. Because in the next three months or six months or a year or even three or four or five years, all these dots connected. And I'm where I am now because of that. And so every single time when I look back some amount of time, a good amount of time later, those decisions that I was, you know, concerned about, like, I don't really know where this is going to take me. I don't know what, why I'm doing this, but I, I know I have to do this. Always turned out great in the long run, even if it was uncomfortable in the short run. So that's one of the very important parts of the psychic aspect of a relationship is to pay attention to what's going on within you, both the reactions as well as the intuitive knowing. Well, it is time for our second break already. And as you know, we like to make a few announcements at this part. So if you haven't already seen Michael Hare, Michael Tamura, James Von Prague, our wonderful wonderful medium friend, Carolyn Meese, Lee Carroll, the wonderful Dr. Norm Sheely, the Prince of Bhutan, and 20 other scientific, religious, and spiritual luminaries, in the field of intuition and the remarkable and in the remarkable documentary feature film titled PGS Intuition is your personal guidance system by multiple award-winning director our friend Bill Bennett you can click on to pgsthemovie.com that's p is in paul that's pgsthemovie.com and find out everything about it You can not only watch a great trailer for the movie, but also rent or purchase the film right there on the website. Everywhere the film was screened in theaters already, the audiences gave it high praise and an enthusiastic thumbs up as an illuminating, validating, and profoundly transformative movie. Now you can watch it online in the comfort of your own home. And I think Michael was pretty wonderful in it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) As well as all the other speakers. When we return, we'll continue with how much of your relationship is psychic. See you in a couple minutes. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com.
When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you back. Today we're looking at the psychic aspects of your relationships. So let's get right back to our subject at hand. Michael was talking about uh, paying attention, especially to what you're experiencing inside the relationship. And um, that even includes your first impressions, uh, letting go of your pictures and what you think that person is, if you were incorrect in your impressions at the beginning, as well as the relationship goes on, What you're experiencing, where you're saying some inner part of you, some small little voice is saying, you know, this isn't right, or this is going somewhere, whatever direction. Michael, could you talk a little more about that? Yeah, it's uh, just like Raphael said, it's paying attention and paying inner attention to what's going on, not just inside the relationship, but inside yourself. And you'll start to recognize how psychic the relationship really is because just because you're experiencing something within yourself or what you would consider to be within myself in my own head, I'm thinking this or I'm feeling this. And well, guess what? Everything you can think, feel, taste, smell, see, hear, know, whatever happens within your own consciousness, right? Yeah, otherwise you wouldn't know it. (laughs) But not everything you experience is about you, correct? Of course, you can see a car driving by, but it's not your car, you're not driving it. It's, you know, somebody's driving a car. And you go, ah, there goes a car. (laughs) And it's not mine. It's pretty neutral. (laughs) Yes, 
But, okay, <laughs> what if that car is yours? <laughs> Whoa, there goes my car, and I'm not driving it, <laughs> and I don't know who's driving it. <laughs> then you might not be so neutral. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's my car going? <laughs> Who is that person? Who's that masked man driving my car away? <laughs> uh, you, you might not be so neutral in that situation. But... Everything you're experiencing, whether you're neutral or not, whether you're happy about it or not, is within you, right? Yeah, it's within your mind, within your consciousness. So just because a thought is in your mind, we talked about this in several different uh, shows before too, but just because a thought pops in your mind doesn't mean you are the thinker of it. Well, yes, because you're the one, you know, being aware of it. But did you produce that thought or did you just pick it up right at the beginning of the show? Raphael was talking about as a child, she was very shy, but she discovered her shyness wasn't some kind of a defect or some kind of, a, you know, genetic <laughs> mutation. <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe it was. <laughs> but it's really because she was so psychic. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've seen with every shy kid. And because when you're, when you're very psychic, you're sensitive to everything, energy, on subtle levels that maybe other people don't really pick up on so much or they, don't, they ignore it most of the time, which means you pick up on other people's thoughts, thoughts that just happen to be sitting in the room after you, you know, somebody had a fight in the room, you walk in and you're all of a sudden having all these confrontive, you know, aggressive, antagonistic thoughts. Or you even might have, I'm sure every one of you have has experienced at one time or another, having kind of an argument in your head. <laughs> With someone. With someone. Yeah. It's like you're either defending yourself or you're criticizing someone, but there's a response and, and you're you know, it continues to go around, around, around. Hmm. Do you ever stop and wonder, wait a minute, what's going on here? When you don't, uh, what would you say, pay attention to and recognize the psychic aspect of a relationship between you and somebody else, you often don't pay attention to and find out what is this thought, what is this argument, what is this antagonism I, I, I'm thinking in thoughts and feeling emotionally in relationship to this person. And when it's more obvious, like you just met this person, you, you've, in your conscious memory, you don't know this person. You just met this person, this person was a stranger to you until a second ago, and already you're feeling anxious or you're feeling, you know, uh, angry or you're feeling this resistant resistance toward this person and all this judgment about, oh, this person is rotten and I, I can tell he's really blah, blah, blah. That's that whole thing of picking up on the resonance or not, like, yeah. like the woman did with me. Yes. And now the, here it gets even more. I don't want to call it complicated because it's all really simple, but it's a lot of information. That's what makes it seem complicated is, okay, all this 
reaction, mental, emotional reaction that you're going through, how much of it is you picking up on what's going on with this person? How much of it is little memory activating, like Raphael talked about earlier, that you recognize this person from a past life and on an intuitive level, oh, there's some unfinished business. Hey, wait a minute. You owe me 25 cents from last lifetime. <laughs> it's got a lot of interest on yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and compounded daily. <laughs> hey, I could be a millionaire. <laughs> so these kinds of things. Oh, you killed me another lifetime. Ah, that could be a little bit more intense, right? If you haven't forgiven, if you're still holding on to that grudge of you did it to me or you stole my wife from me or you, you, you know, uh, kidnapped my child or whatever it is, it might still be a hot button, even if it was 400 years ago. And so this is, doesn't matter if something happened yesterday or five minutes ago or 17 lifetimes ago. Well, if you hold on to it, no, it's just like it happened a moment ago. But if you let it go, oh, it's it's done. It's, yep, that was an experience, and it's done with. You've moved on. Hmm. Okay, so it could be a lot of factors that play into a reaction you're having in relationship to another person either a stranger or somebody you, a family member, all of a sudden, after being around them for umpteen years, or somebody you're married to, somebody you are good friends with, business colleague. It doesn't matter what type of relationship is, but we go through that, don't we, over the course of time. Like Raphael said, some relationship, bam, starts with a Wonderful, absolutely joyful. Oh, this is it. You know, I'm in seventh heaven when I'm around you and everything comes up smelling like roses and everything until it stops doing that, (laughs) until it's not. And do you get depressed because, whoa, no, what happened to all this joyousness, all this great enthusiasm and energy that I felt when I first met you and now, oh boy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah this is after the funny honeymoon phase and and you get down to business to having the relationship you came together for this yeah. lifetime it's it's not just a relationship isn't just a joy ride right some people uh, are like addicted to the the high and emotional high and go oh this is this is what i want the relationship to be all the time and only this but then you don't look at What's the real purpose for the two of you to come together in this lifetime? Oh, especially if it's a deep relationship, if it's a needing to be a long-term relationship, it's, it's not going to be just a, uh, you know, dessert. <laughs> just a, uh, uh, you, you got to have the full meal. <laughs> it's like parents who tell their kids, uh, who are screaming for, I want chocolate, I want pumpkin pie, I want whipped cream, I want, you know, uh, a hot fudge sundae. And they haven't even had dinner yet. And so they go, okay, great, you can have dessert, one dessert, but it's got to have to be after you finish eating your dinner, right? Otherwise, your appetite's spoiled and you don't get the good nutrition stuff 
that comes with dinner and you only get the sugars and and fats and all the good stuff. <laughs> so so if if a person's hung up on just because it's a romantic relationship, that soul you're relating to, sure it might ha- start off with this big high and and you know, uh, what do you call it? Not flashlights. Fireworks, <laughs> flashlights going off. Yeah, and and uh, gee, the British call a flashlight a torch, right? Yeah, yeah. you might be holding a torch for somebody. <laughs> so anyway, you're you're having all this great really reaction first, and guess what, folks? It's a reaction, like a chemical reaction. They say, oh, you have great chemistry. It's a reaction, but once the reaction cycles through, subsides, then, oh, what's the relationship? Why, what, what are we coming together for? Is this to, meant to be a long-term partnership? If it is, it's going to be much more mm, complex, more rich. It's going to have lots of, lots of layers to it, lots of facets to the relationship. It's what makes a relationship amazing is, oh, there's all kinds of aspects to this relationship. Let's find out. When we're first starting to get to know each other again, even if you've been in many, many relationships and over many, many lifetimes with the same soul, this time, oh, you're in different environment, different circumstance, different bodies, different everything, and you got to get to know each other again. Of course, it's not going to take you a long time to get to know the other soul because you've already known them so well, but as opposed to some total stranger you meet for the first time. But you get you have this process of, oh, yeah, you get to know the person. And, and as you start to get to know, there's a lot of aspects, some of which you just absolutely adore and every time, and other parts... Ah, not so, not so, you know, your type. (laughs) It's not something you would ask for, but guess what? This soul has it, and this soul has to express it in certain ways, and ah, you might be a part of making it a little bit easier on not only yourself, but others that the soul doesn't know how he or she expresses herself or himself in that area, and you become, with your communication, starts to be a, oh, a gentle uh, counselor. And again, ultimately, they can listen to you and go, you know, you're right. If I conducted myself a little bit more this way, things will work better for me in my life. So I'm going to try that. Or that person goes, forget it. This is the way I am. Either you love it or See you later. (laughs) And you just have to make your choices. But this is the nature. We go back to the beginning of uh, our show where we talked about communication. It's the the foundation of every relationship. And so we got to communicate. And I would say 95% of all communication is psychic. Huh. (laughs) <laughs> so if you're not taking care of 95%, even on a conservative estimate, let's say 90% of all communication is psychic. And it's clairaudient, telepathic, clairvoyant, 
intuitive and, you know, everything, clairsentient. So there's so much level, so many levels of communication going on on a psychic aspect that if you don't pay attention and start to recognize it and be able to, okay, this is a big part of the communication. Let's not ignore it. So that's the number one thing. Let's start to pay attention to what's being communicated back and forth between two people psychically. And what's the truth of what you're experiencing as opposed to you believing your emotional or mental reactions to things. So very important. Well, believe it or not, here we are at the end of our show again. It's such an incredible blessing to be with all of you around the world each week through our show. We hope you enjoyed our show today and will join us again for our next one. Next Wednesday, we'll cover a life-changing process, that of shifting ourselves from reacting to responding. We talked a little bit about that today, actually. Yes, it'll be a good follow-up to this show. Yes. The first step to waking up more and living a more conscious and fulfilling life is to move out of unconsciously reacting mentally, emotionally, and physically to whatever we experience and respond consciously instead. The difference is nothing less than complete transformation. So, we welcome you to join us for our next show, and please keep spreading the word about our show and share it on social media. Also, remember to check out the details of our incomparable Hawaii mini-retreat, which is July 13th to 15th this weekend, on michaeltamura.com, our website. You can also sign up by calling our office at 530-926-2650. Hope to see you there. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. See you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.